What's going on, everybody? What's going on? <laughs> Did I take it? I took it this time. It's all good. What's for real? What's going on, everybody? We're back. Um, want to, you know, just whoever commented on the last uh, podcast, thank you very much. We appreciated that. Do it again. Want to know who you are? I don't know. I forgot who the name was, but that was actually kind of cool. Got us a little excited. We get giddy. I got giddy, actually. You get giddy. Easy. I got giddy. Um, but thank you very much for participating. That's what we want. That's what we're doing this for. Um, obviously, you know, we don't know much. We're doing it for our ego. Yeah, we're, we're egotistical. But um, no, really, I, you know, we really want to engage with you guys. And thank you very much. Continue to do so. Um, you know, the last episode, I guess, got a little bit of more views than normal, which thank you. It surpassed at least the subscriptions. Well, people like to know who wants to pay for dates because none of us want to pay. For Have you dates. been on any dates thereafter? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys been on any dates thereafter? No. Please uh, let us know. Let us know. We can, and let us know how that happened. Did, did uh, the last episode change you at all or did you change your habit by any chance? If it did, that'd be kind of cool because we're influencers anyway, now. We're drinking. <laughs> now you cut me off. Orange wheat. Yes, we are. Uh, local brewery sort of orange wheat yes um don't mean to brag but i'm gonna brag anyways this man right here um he graduated from where i went to school from so cal state san Bernardino. you guys are alumni we're alumni forever whatever pitch they give us that makes us feel empowered and stuff it's all bullshit but anyways but definitely so um this is the eve of fourth of july god bless. <laughs> so you know fourth of july what what the hell is the fourth of july the celebration of independence i skipped that chapter whenever uh, i was in high school but uh you know really it was, it was independence right independence it's why we're free it's where we're free right we we escaped oppression from religious Social, all kinds of other stuff. For Britain and the king. Yeah, of course. Monarchy. Right. We wanted to get away from Louis. One of the Louis. One of them. Yeah. I think you know more than this about me. Or more about this than me. I'm pretty sure, but I don't remember. <laughs> We've been drinking. We've had a couple. Um, you know, this episode is going to be shooting this shit a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A lot of it, actually. But yeah, 4th of July. Um... I guess people are going to be barbecuing and stuff, and I am going to be barbecuing too. Not because I'm celebrating or any of that, or I'm super proud of anything, but it's just it's a day that plays itself for that kind of stuff. And it is, you know, we're gonna sit back and enjoy a few brews and maybe reflect a little. I don't want. Not because it's that day, but reflect a little on just being appreciative. You know. We talk about it all the time. We are so busy um, just living our lives that we get caught up with the noise, the noise, and we forget to live a little. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, people aren't appreciative, um, but including myself that claims to be a little bit more appreciated than the average, I'm probably not. But that's one of the things where, you know, we only get so many days off, really, aside from the weekend during the, during the, during the calendar year, right, from our jobs. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is just be appreciative a little bit of what you have and fuck what you don't have. 
It's not that important. No, I agree. I think as Americans, even though I'm not technically you will American, be an American. You American are an American. Resident. You're the dog. You've assimilated. No, I definitely assimilated. You're, you're an American. But as Americans, I think people have more or have everything they need yet we haven't really learned how to appreciate all that because i think we've already we have too much that we're completely used to it and you know in a, i was listening to uh, an experience about i forget who it was but he, they were talking about how when they ask like taxi drivers, which are usually not American, they're yeah. you know like they're they're immigrants from some other countries. When they ask them about like about coming to America, they're always told those taxi drivers are always told when you come to America, you know people you're gonna see how people just are not necessarily happy or appreciative because they're already they're just used to it. And we were talking about happiness yeah. earlier, and you know the same thing with happiness. I think happiness like it's a state of mind for sure. But also, like, if you really are happy, or not that you're, if, if you don't really want to be happy all the time, because happiness is an emotion, just like when you're angry, when you're sad, when you're excited, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, a state in our minds that happen, but it can't be there permanently, because we would also get used to that. And so these taxi drivers also say that, like, you know, Americans kind of get used to everything they have and they are they don't show that appreciation anymore. They don't show that happiness because we, we get used to it. Just, you know, humans in general, we get used to, we adapt to our environment, whatever that is. In this case, we have everything we need. We become happy or, you know, but then at the same time, we become complacent. And then right. we're just like, all right, yeah, what's next? Uh <laughs> you, know, you know, yeah, no, definitely. I think, uh, you know, and, and the many conversations that we've had and we talk about the the luxuries that we do have in this in this country, the luxuries that other countries don't have. Um, but yet we still fail to see that. And yet we still fail to be appreciative of what we do, what we do have. And clearly it's just a natural thing to want to keep acquiring and keep getting. But from, you know, we say it all the time, or at least you brought it up and you made a great point about it. We eat better than kings used to live, eat back a few hundred years ago. But think about it. We, we have a better assortment of foods than those kings did five, six, whatever, how many years ago. But yet we still fail to appreciate, appreciate and truly appreciate it. When I say appreciate something, not just, ah, I'm appreciating this because it's, no, it it's good. It, yeah, it's fulfilling a, a, a satisfaction or, or a necessity. But really think about it. You could you could be in a whole different you know place in your life. I think there was a, a research I did, and I think um, uh, again I, I don't know. This is a while ago, but when I read this, it gave a very large percent of Americans are one emergency away from going bankrupt. Whether it's health or financial, they're that close to bankruptcy, and they don't even know. But yet we, we, we fall back and we want to be mad because we don't have what we think we should have. And things are never given. You earn them. And I think once you start with a little bit of basic appreciation, you'll, you'll understand that concept that things are definitely not given and they're earned. And once you earn something, 
it, it, it is it does bring a sense of happiness I mean uh, think about even what we're doing now you know you know we, we don't have really a platform but we do appreciate what you guys do for us and keep the views but even this when, when we do it and we, we we've done it at the end we've talked about it, it it's a sense of fulfillment um, it's in a very infant stage but it's 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 we feel good about it, right? Well, for us, it's more just like, you know, we're expressing ourselves yeah. and all that. I, I think that fulfillment is different from, like, happiness and appreciating. Because but you don't think there's a sense of happiness that you're getting from that? Or a little bit, at least for that 20 minutes that we're like, damn, that was fun. And then we upload and then we just go about our regular life. You don't think that was worth a jolt of happiness for a second? Well, we're having that, beer and yes. we're having a conversation. That brings some sort of happiness, so for sure. Yeah. Uh, if people appreciate it, of course, that would bring some some extra happiness. But uh, I I guess in that sense, yes. You're but, an appreciative guy, and I know you are. <laughs> no, I, no, I appreciate, dude. I try to appreciate the little things, you know. Again, but you know that's just me. And again, I think it's just a state of mind. Like when you start to appreciate certain things, you appreciate them. Again, in that kind of like a mental state, because, you know, I also think that happiness is also a state of mind. Of course. And I think that people, you know, they're always searching for this happiness that they think, oh, you know, when I buy a house, you know, I'll be happy. But or when I marry the right person, I'll be happy. Or when I get this job, I'll be happy. But the thing is that you realize when you achieve those things, it doesn't necessarily bring happiness. I think happiness it's internal it's like you, you you it's a state of mind so when you reach that you you are satisfied with what whatever you have things. whether you have a lot or a little you know you, you know and because i've no i've seen that with you know people who have very little in their life whatever it is you know just you know so economically for example or materialistically they have very little yet they're very fulfilled and happy and then i've seen people with who are successful financially yet they're not happy you know and you that's kind of you know like how how are you not happy if you have more than you can ever ask ever for need. Yeah, yeah yeah you know and then there's also people who are successful and are happy and they also appreciate everything so again it's a state of mind it, it, no absolutely playing into the state of mind i think you're you're absolutely right um because different situations bring up different different consequences and different uh, different um, where am I getting here? Uh, just different consequences and different. Uh, there's always pluses and minus, right? Obviously, when maybe you're not as economically well off and stuff, you really just worry about the very basic stuff. But you're right. A state of mind can just tell you, man. Yeah, maybe I don't have enough, but I'm covering the bases, and therefore, I can just be appreciative and understand that. Now, when, you know, you can do the complete opposite of that and be completely well off and be a sad person because you understand that, yeah, you're covering all those bases, but maybe you're looking for something a little bit more deep than just that. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's what it is because if you really were to go to some third world country or some country where, like, for example, uh, Yemen, where a bunch of innocent people are dying. Guess, oh, they would trade their lives. Her, yeah, yeah, switch their lives, right? Because even the poor, a poor person here... Has everything they need to survive. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So again, that and again, that's why I really think it's a state of mind. You know, and I, I got to get up and get a little bit more liquid courage because I gotta, I gotta give uh, some examples. But uh, go ahead, dude. Keep. No, but uh, yeah. Well, where was I? 
about the whole, you know, people would love to just change and, you know, we, we feel like, we see other countries and we feel sorry for them. I'm, you know, and, and just... And we always talk about, like, you know, little kids in Africa. <laughs> well, this is the thing, dude. So, somebody, you know, I, you know, I, thank you. I, what I do, I, I meet a lot of people on a, on a daily basis, right? Um, I remember I had a, had a customer who's Guatemalan and uh, came here, just worked, worked, and just became a, had a pretty decent uh, job at his, uh, at where he was at. He was a customer of mine uh, for a company I used to work for. And he did mention, he gave me, he gave me an, uh, he gave me an example that he lived with his father. Um, as a boy, you know, he was Guatemalan. As a boy, he would go over to, to, uh, to um, Guatemala. And he said he would feel sorry for the people that he would see there, the field workers and stuff like that. And uh, he learned a very valuable lesson when his father told him, you're doing them a disfavor when you feel sorry for them because they don't know anything. They don't know any better. So do not feel, so feel sorry for yourself that right. you do know this and you're not doing what you could. Feel sorry because you have opportunities and you're not taking full advantage of them. Feel sorry for that. Don't feel sorry for somebody who's taking care of themselves and they're probably happier than you are. Yeah. So he said that from that moment, he, 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 felt, he felt like that was a valuable lesson that his father taught him because um, when his father came over from Guatemala, he said that he saw a complete different world, the opportunities. He saw the different resources that he didn't have back there. So I think his dad was like a business owner or something. Something pretty cool from like a Guatemalan third world country. Um, and yeah, he was, you know, they, obviously they had the resources to go back to the country. And you, you kind of go back to where you came from. And that's what it was, is don't feel sorry for them. They, they, they're there. They're working and they're, they're, they're alive. They're surviving. Feel sorry for yourself for not wanting to, right. to, to be, you know, to have the resources and the opportunity and you waste them. Right. So I think I am appreciative of that. Um, we, you know, we, we talk about America and the country and all the BS and all the bullshit and everything that goes along with it. But you know what? I would never want to be somewhere else but here because every day we search for something. We're constantly searching for that thing that we can do and stuff. And maybe in another country, we wouldn't have that opportunity because we'd be completely fucked. For sure. You know? At the same time, everything's relative. It is. And again, it, it comes down to a state of mind because, you know, someone in a third world country where they're barely surviving, they can be completely happy. Even though they live, you know, in, in poverty. Right. But you still see a smile on their face and you still see gratitude. You still see appreciation for whatever little food they have or what you know oh man and you know I, I think i've seen that more times and than not especially in like when i travel to mexico for example and i see certain family members that are you know not starving but they're, they're definitely in poverty they yeah. live you know in a tiny little house with a bunch of you know children whatever they still seem to appreciate certain things more than we can so check this out dude you know we have we have family members who are pretty pretty freaking impoverished man and i remember we took a trip down to mexico once and i was about 13 years old i didn't like beans and rice very much <laughs> i did not I'm, I'm not gonna lie mexican that is part of our cuisine that is a staple behind almost any meal we almost have right a sort of rice and a bean hence the word the term beaner yeah and i'm okay with that so anyway so you know they're very poor our cousins are very poor and i remember 
just the level of satisfaction they got from having a hot meal of rice and beans and like a little piece of steak. I remember, I remember that. And then I came back and I was like, mom, like, that's so crazy. Like I, ha I literally have a basket of a fruit hanging there. I literally, I tell you what I want and you make it for me. Listen, I'm not rich by any stretch of the word. We're not rich. We're not, you know, we're not rich at all or we, you know, any of this. But the fact that I could just say, hey, mom, I'm this and there is some sort of meat. There's some sort of vegetable. There's some sort of just something to create a meal that's better than those. A lot of those kids or even our family members that have, have had definitely did something to me. And ever since then, I mean, especially with the food, because I was a picky eater when I was younger. And that's when I started the, the, the tomato and stuff, and I made an effort. And, oh, that's delicious. <laughs> you didn't like tomato? I hated that stuff, dude. <laughs> I, you know you know, I don't like pickles either. So, But ever since we had that, I'm like, mm. so I've been making a conscious effort at least eat pickles too. There's something beautiful about it. Dude, pickles bring acidity, especially when you're having a burger. You have the all the meat and the fat and the protein. The pickles just bring that acidity that balances things out and oh. so i don't understand why people like certain people don't like pickles <laughs> yeah it's like dude uh you kind of have to have pickles or some sort of acidity in there but again i think uh, you just kind of made a point balance there's a, there's a balance of it and i think our lives you know we 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 think that if we get so much of this we're just going to be so much better off and if you don't have balance in it all it doesn't mean shit, right? Yeah. But again, going back to the whole, you know, like, third world problems that everyone hashtags, there, that is definitely a phenomenon because I think we're already, like, bored of having everything. We're just bored of being happy, being bored of having, having everything we need. We need to find something to complain about. Well, Dr. Wendy Walsh did mention that we create certain problems to add a sort of excitement to our lives, Right. Which right. I stand by that. I think. Remember, I told you. I think you're right. We're just bored. Not. not <laughs> we're we're really just bored. Um, you know, going back to this, and I'll 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 just kind of we talked about it. Somebody asked me, "Why are you guys doing the podcast still?" I'm like, because it's something we like to do. And I asked them, "What do you like to do?" They couldn't come up with one fucking thing that they like to do, and they kind of tap dance around the whole subject. So therefore, it. It kind of I like to uh, watch Netflix. Yeah, like yeah, and yeah, chill maybe. Okay, cool. That's fine. Be the best Netflix and chiller you can do. If that's really what you like to do, go ahead and fucking do it. Well, I'm yeah. not gonna take that away from you. I think there's a high competition for that. <laughs> oh, the couch potatoes. There's a lot of competition. There really is. There's always competition in everything. But somebody told me when there's competition, there's money to be made. Well, there is that too. Yeah, but but no, really, going back to that, like I, you know, I like a lot of people. You know, again, a lot of people don't know what they even like, so they, you know, they they, they just wait around, sit around for the latest fucking headline to pop up, the latest controversial topic to give their two cents on. You know, they work, they go to work from eight to five, they get off, and you know, they see these things and you know they now they now they're charged because they're bored they, they're not into whatever they're they like so they expect others to come up with situations and they're things not like into that. life that's unfortunate sometimes either oh, when i geez, you know man. i do talk to some people who just kind of seem like they're just going along with you know what society kind of expects for them and to me it is kind of like upsetting because 
there's so much to life, especially yeah, like yeah, we were talking about earlier how, especially the past five, ten years, I've been learning so much just about the world and about life, and it just makes it so like you 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 um, at least I start to have this fascination about just learning more and having you know uh, new experiences with different things and hobbies and you know uh, whatever it is. Mm -hmm psychedelics whatever it is you know awesome uh, stuff awesome stuff there but when you're so close-minded that you don't allow yourself to experience all these things that's when i i just don't understand like then why the hell what the hell are you living for working for you know what's because at the end of the day you know like everyone talks about like oh yeah when i retire i'll be doing all this all, all these different activities and the what's the answer is, to that the thing is that that is also sort of a muscle. If you don't exercise it on a regular basis, you're not really going to have that energy, that uh, interest, that excitement to do much once you actually retire. Even if you do have a you know a good retirement fund, uh, you do need to live life now in the present. And we all you know like you always hear that from you know those the people the, the inspirational speakers and stuff. Live life, live life in the present. But most people don't. Dude. And sometimes you just do need to appreciate the little things. And again, it's not to sound like a hippie or hippie anything or... like that because it's not. It's just the fact that once you actually do it, it is. There's a moment of gratification there. There is. And uh, you, but you know, touching on the point on that. Um, we, we, we both, you know, we know people and we're not married ourselves and, but we do know plenty of those and, you know, we see the, the stress in their faces. We see the situations that they're getting, that they, that they voluntarily put themselves through. Um, we all have a choice and, you know, we care about them, right? To, to a certain point. And then we, we, you know, we, we just, we, we just realize that we've, we don't do that stuff and. Sometimes I felt like, you know, when I've called you and we talk and I feel like I'm a little antsy and stuff, then I look at those examples and I'm like, why, why am I worried? I don't got a mortgage over my head. I mean, I pay rent, but I don't have a mortgage over my rent, my head. I don't have a significant other to worry about her needs emotionally, physically, whatever she needs. And then I have to keep a job and keep the man happy. I don't. We don't. And we've made that choice consciously, though. I mean... We've gone through it. Uh, have we achieved happiness and eternal? No, because that's a that's a that's a forever again, struggle. Happiness that, is that's uh, always going to go there. No, know? but happiness is just like temporary. Yeah, because you, if if we were to be happy permanently, we'd get used to it and then we get bored. Absolutely, it's like if you're having an orgasm permanently, <laughs> you wouldn't want that. Trust me, your nuts will explode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll explode, but like. Physically, that would not be possible. But I know what you mean. The state of being in the orgasm there, forever. There, <laughs> there, there, there is this condition that... I don't know if men have it, but I know women we, have it. They can just orgasm forever? No, like, not necessarily that they can just orgasm forever, but anything can trigger an orgasm. But the thing is that they can be, you know, working or doing whatever, and then they, you know, like... Get an email? <laughs> yeah, dude, so... Ooh. So, you don't want that. one of those things no. just permanently. It's, no. it's a you know uh, a temporary state of you know a mind a temporary a temporary 
situation where you definitely want to enjoy it at the mo at the fullest. Um, the rest of the time, you definitely don't want to be miserable, but there's also no need to uh, to to go to the dark side yeah. of things either. You know, um, just a few podcasts ago, we had a you know speaking about this um, and happiness and achievement and stuff like that. A few podcasts ago, we had a we had a or episodes ago, we had a an episode where we talked about you know the transition of high school to go to college to get a job and you know so i was always told go to college you know go to school get a job uh you're set you'll be set and that equals happiness guess what it didn't and i am here speaking from from my own experience because you never experience things in someone else's shoes you experience it on your own so i did that and i'm not happy like i'm not it was a lie. Well, that didn't make you happy. No, that didn't make me happy. Now, I'm trying to come up with certain ways to get away from that career and that path. I have a college degree. I can continue doing that and I'll be fine. But it, it's not fulfilling. And, that's, and I speak from the heart when I say that. And, and I really do mean it. It's great and everything. We can continue. You can choose to, we can choose to continue to do that and we'll be fine. We'll be fine. But it's not fulfilling. And well, I get to do this thing once. So I'm going to do things that are going to try to fulfill me, or I'm at least going to die trying to figure that out. Yeah, uh, Gary Vanderchuk, Gary yeah. V, talks about the whole work-life balance. Shout out Gary V. <laughs> we like your stuff, man. If you ever see this, you've inspired some stuff from here. So He's inspired a lot of yeah. people. But he talks about the work-life ex- or work-life balance, right? right? That we all hear about like you know, when it comes to careers and your personal life. But you know, he does make a good point about like work-life balance war comes first and that phrase the thing is that does work is, is work what defines you whatever the career is and i do hear some a lot of people kind of you know talk about their work a lot and it seems like it does define them and we're talking about a few examples of people we know that it almost seems like that's all they post about their work and they talk about all the good things, but then they also talk about how stressed they are about it, you know? And that I don't get. But they never really post a lot about them enjoying life. So, you know, going back to what he was saying, is like, why does work have to come first? Why can't you enjoy life first and then balance it with work? Because, of course, we all have to work. We all have to, you know, pay our bills and make a living, but... That shouldn't be what defines us. And it just seems like in this society, that is what defines a lot of people. Their job. I'm going to tell you something. Whatever that job is. Whatever, however miserable that makes you. I'm going to tell you something. I've met <clears throat> pretty cool people who've hold, held lawyer jobs. Who've held... You I know, used to work for a law firm. You used to work for... Exactly. You know, I would not want to have any of those liars. So, lawyers. Uh, liars. Work, that's a Freudian slip. Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> lawyers. Liars. <laughs> Um, flurry, uh, slip, Freudian slip, Freudian slip, but no, but trust me. So at the end of the day, so, all right, so say you do that, we do that. We become the successful salesperson. Okay. And I retire, whatever. Um, and I'm, we're talking about it and just for shits and giggles and my ego comes up and I said, well, I was a successful, uh, salesperson. No one gives a shit. They're gonna be oh maybe my family might be impressed because of the luxuries and stuff that hopefully I would that I provided oh yeah you were great my dad was a great but 
it doesn't go past that. Um, one minute. So it doesn't go past that. Anyway, so we have one minute. We, damn, we really can talk, huh? So we're just going to shut it off um, because of just technical reasons. But uh, aside from that, just be a little appreciative. Hopefully tomorrow you guys can reflect a little bit. Or Take today. Some, or today or yesterday it. or tomorrow. Um, just really be appreciative and, and understand that, you know, things are, are not as bad but not as great. But they're not as bad. Just... Accepted. And it's like that uh, quote that says, this too shall pass. Thank you. Meaning, if it's, you're going through a hard time, it'll pass. If you're going through a great time, it would also pass. <laughs> Nothing lasts forever. <laughs> it doesn't. So, uh, on that note, go enjoy yourselves. Mm -hmm.